Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 95. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Javelin Tetris. Javelin. You've been watching EA's E3 presentation. Accurate. E3 2018. Watch out for Anthem. Accurate. I don't know when that game comes out. They've been talking about it for a while. Yes. And uh, Javelins look like Iron Man's. Yes. I'm excited about it. Javelins look like Iron Man's. They look like Iron Man's. (laughs) Uh, This is uh, the official E3 2018 watch party. That's right. If if you're you're tuning in to CBJ E3 uh, 2018 coverage, this is it. It's late. We're live. Late. It happened already. Over the weekend? It's over? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. They did it already. All right, folks. We'll see you on episode 96. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. It's been well, fun. Yeah, until next time. Uh, appreciate all of our sponsors, Nintendo, Miyamoto, Microsoft. Thank you. Yeah, we Sony, got Star Fox in this joint. We got Waluigi in this joint. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did you watch E3? I seen a lot of it. Yeah, are we, this is my favorite time of year. E3 you got really best. excited. I love E3. You be playing games. I think I honestly, I think I <laughs> if I break it down if I'm real, uh I follow game news more mm-hmm. than I play the games. Mm. Because the game news is free. I don't got to pay anything for game news so I can watch from the comfort of my home. I can watch the streams. Uh, Ubisoft, Microsoft, all the softs, never soft, all of them. Stay, stay soft? Stay puff. The whole thing. Right. I can watch from the comfort of my own home. I don't have to buy anything. And I get meticulous. I, I, I think about what, what will I buy mm-hmm. when this comes out, when mm-hmm. these games come out. And it's, it's fun. I like the tech demos. I like the gossip. People on timeline, on my Twitter timeline, everybody's chatting about right. this and that. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Did I would you have like fun to, watching E3? Yeah, I would like to go to E3 one day. So would I. Yeah, I would like that too. Um, what we want to go through some of the stuff that we saw. You want to start with what you're most Definitely. excited about. Where, yes. How do you want to do this? You want, I want to. I want to talk about have a top tier favorite things, best takeaways from E3. Okay, what's your favorite? The thing I am probably. Hmm, it's kind of a tie. A tie. I kind of want to break it up into categories. The okay. game I think I am the, the game I'm excited to play most because I'm going to have the most fun mm-hmm. is probably going to be Spider Man. Mm. However, that I wonder comes out in September. Right, I wonder how much how repetitive that's going to get. Okay, because I enjoy playing all the Batman Arkham games, mm-hmm. but after a while. You swoop in, you beat up some guys, you hop in the car, you drive around, you swing around, you glide around. It's kind of like, all right. But the thing about that game is that does exactly that. You hop in, you get in the car, you drive around, you swing around, you glide around. It's fun. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, This new Spider-Man title looks like a more vibrant Arkham. Yes. Uh, The Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight video games. Right. Uh, this, This looks like a more brightly colored. Yeah. Arkham, which is not a bad thing. At all. It looks like something I'm going to have a lot of fun playing. I'm very excited to get my hands on that game. Yeah. I'm excited to have fun about it. To the degree that uh, you have Spider-Man crawling through the raft, which is, for all intents and purposes, Marvel's version of Arkham. It mm-hmm. is their like Supermax prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, he's running into the Sinister Six. Yes, he's getting his, his ass beat. Yes, by the Sinister Six. That was yep. cool. Yep. Well, here's a question. 
what are all these super foes doing in a, a max prison with their suits? With the scorpion suit and the rhino hey. suit? And hey. what do you... Hey. Who is on shift? Where's Doc Ock? What is this? I don't know. Yeah. But I'm excited about the way it's, they It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. I'm excited for it. I mm. want to play it. I wonder what the storyline's going to be. I wonder how long the game's going to be. Yeah. I wonder... And the, the big... So the concern I have is re- it being repetitive. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's that. Mm-hmm. And think, you had another one you were looking forward to. So that's the one I'm excited to play the most. Like the, I'm excited because I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have the most fun. Yeah. The one I am most excited for because I love a good story mm-hmm. and the, something that's gonna draw me in and bring. Because I'm not like I'll play a first person shooter. Yeah, but that's not really what I go up for. Yeah. I don't get excited for the next Call of Duty or the next Battlefield yeah. or the Star Wars battle. I don't. I, eh, mm-hmm. That's not. But when I heard God of War was coming back, I'm like, I want to 100 percent that thing. You know, like yeah. So and that's Last of Us. The Last of Us. Last of two. Us Two, Chapter yeah. Two. Yeah, man. Yeah, I. Saw. I'm assuming you saw the 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 playable. Oh, the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. And, and, and I want to go on record. I don't think this game should exist. What? Because the first one is perfect. What the guy to do with the second one? You don't need to make a sequel of these. Characters. What is it with you in this? No, you don't need to. What is it with you in it's this? It's okay to just put the toys away. Why are you doing? You what is it with you in this? I want a sequel. Why do you do to this? Exi- why do? I, why, why am I like this? <laughs> why am I like this? Internet. I don't even understand the angle. Look, I had a really good time with that. So don't sully it. Tell me the story you're going to tell me. Don't sully it. First of all, Sully is a completely different movie. Jake Sully. It's got. You know, Tom Hanks in it. <laughs> he did his thing. It's based on a true story. I'm, I don't know what that has to do with clickers and carrying on and all the rest of this mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, you know, I yeah. want to know what's going on with Ellie, not Sully. I'm not worried about that. Understood. Understood. Yeah. And I want to know what's going on with Ellie because I, I care about Ellie. That character was tremendous in, in the first game. What I was looking forward to is a sequel that happened in a different part of the same universe, the same world. So instead of following uh, the characters that we got to know in the first game, maybe show us what's going on around the same timeline with different characters. <sighs> However, comma, do you Octave, want another? Bo- however, <laughs> <laughs> however, I've changed my mind. Okay, because Naughty Dog is showing us something fresh and terrifying, uh-huh. and I mean, like really. Awful stuff. I was about to say because you want to see seven more blue people movies. Oh, oh okay. No, you know what I mean. Talk about so I don't understand. Stuff. Talk about. I don't understand stuff. how you got a problem with <laughs> chapter two over here when you want well, you know uh, Planet of the Blue Folk episode nine. James Cameron, how come you didn't announce anything at E three, my dude? You said you got six more films in you. Come on, I got seven. I'm ready. I'm ready for this to be the next Fast and Furious franchise. Wow. Uh, no. However, comma, uh, when I saw Sony's uh, presentation and they opened up with The Last of Us Part 2 mm-hmm. and they show the scene with Ellie and the, and the woman that she's seeing and the dance and it's very slow, it's very intimate. They, they speak like people. Yes. Naughty Dog games, they, the characters speak like people speak. Not like video game characters. Correct. And then the juxtaposition to what Ellie's got to do to survive. Uh-huh. That brutal, horrible violence that she Man. has to commit Man. to survive. These games are unprecedented. 
I love these games and they look repulsively gory mm-hmm. and scary mm-hmm. like this the fear of humanity mm. i can't wait yeah. i cannot wait did not see back. one clicker in the trailer no did not see one giant bloated monster thingy nothing infected nothing yeah it was all humans mm. which leads me to go what's this you know what i was about to say in mm. all seriousness mm. what's this movie about Mm. Like I wasn't even trying to be funny. Like that was the cinematic. words that wanted to come out. Like it's what's this cinematic. movie about? Like what is this? What is the story of Last of Us Part Two? Where are we going? Yeah. Like what's what's the world like? And there's somebody missing from the trailer. That's right. That's right. Joel. Yeah. What, the uh, the protagonist from the first game. What's going on there? Not to be seen. We have an older Ellie, and she's doing her thing, but we do not see Joel. Yeah. Uh, also, in a previous, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a gameplay trailer. It was a cinematic that we've seen uh-huh. uh, a few months ago. We saw a different character altogether uh, when she was like hanging from a rope, and there was that whole situation where pe- she was about to be executed, and right. she goes to town. So that, those were different characters in a so, similar position. In a similar position as what we right. saw in the trailer. This game is unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, the Last of Us is incredible. I'm very excited about this mm-hmm. one. What else are you excited about? I, it's difficult for me to make a list because I get excited at so many titles. Battletoads is coming back. We didn't what? see any visual, but Battletoads is coming back. And they made a joke about it. it, it kind of Deadpool-ish sort of humor. They they had an uh, uh, this attitude about it, this self-aware attitude about it, and that they were aware they weren't showing you any footage of anything. But trust us, Battletoads is coming back. My my number one, my crown jewel, the thing that I was most hyped for, and I am most hyped for, is the follow-up from the company that made The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 is my favorite game. It is my favorite game. And it's made by a company called CD Projekt Red, and they have been working on a game called Cyberpunk 2077 mm. since 2012. They've been working on this, John. And Tell they, me about this, because I saw the trailer, showed, and I was, it seemed yeah. like everybody was excited, and I was like, oh, okay, this looks cool. But. The Witcher 3 is, is, is really just like unparalleled in its excellence. It is one of the most fun games I've ever played. I've been playing this game since it came out in 2015. Okay. I'm playing it right now, actively. When I go home... I will fire up my Xbox One and be playing The Witcher 3. And this is the next title. This is the next game from that studio. So you know when Naughty Dog says, hey, we have a a game coming out, it almost doesn't even matter. I don't care what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like that for me in CD Projekt Red. So I'm very excited about that one. And uh, so many other games. Halo Infinity or Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had, dude, the Smash Brothers yeah they're back 63 that characters i might have to go ahead and get me a switch damn no waluigi though you can play as wario waluigi is out what the hell is a death stranding i can't what is the game we're gonna need to do a podcast what do you do do you just carry stuff no idea you carry you walk slowly with a backpack on and a baby in a fish tank and there are babies in people's throats and an invisible thing walk around on his hand I have no idea. It 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 is like I need I need more from that before I, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on that because yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a baby nope. giving a thumbs up in somebody's throat is I'm like, a nope I'm a nope on this one. Yeah, I just need to know more because it's it you know what it seems like mm-hmm. it seems like um who's the like a Stanley 
Kubrick. Okay. Like movie or something Looks like that. Looks a little that. Uh, David Lynch, Twin Peaks. Yeah, in like that, so it's unexplainable weirdness. What is happening? Hideo Kojima has been doing this sort of weird shit in Metal Gear Solid games for a long time. Is and, this by the same guy? Yeah, Hideo Kojima. And he's working <laughs> on it. He's been showing this for years. Um, who knows? Beyond Good and Evil 2, I'm psyched about. Although... Ubisoft has gotten themselves in a little bit of hot water. Why is that? Because they want designers and artists and musicians to donate their stuff to Ubisoft and maybe potentially win the opportunity to get featured in the game, which means you're creating this competition in which people are going to be doing work for free and only some people will be compensated. Hmm. Everyone does the work, but only some people will see... Payment. You feel a problem. You feel a problem with that. I think artists get that shit a lot. Tell me more about that. I think artists and designers are asked. To, you probably have this experience already. Well, that's why I'm. I'm trying to get the perspective. I think artists, artists and designers are often uh, uh, regarded by other people as being able to do something for free. Do it for the love. Do it for exposure. And just give me some work, you know. And and look, I don't have right. anything to pay you, but uh, this will be great exposure. I got a theory on that one. And, and this isn't quite that, but it is still a competition. And I need to see more information from their, 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 uh, their side of things before I can render whether or not this is ethical. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about my thing later. Mm. I see a couple different things. Mm -hmm. If I'm a musician... Right. Sure. Let's say for there's this thing you watch Insecure, right? Have you seen all season two? Mm -hmm, season mm -hmm. three is on the way. Very excited. Yeah, that's right. Insecure season three, they're doing this music thing. What is this? It's basically like submit your music to be a part of the Insecure season three soundtrack. You know, share your stuff and you know just send it to us. Like we want to know what's out there. We want to see what's out there. We wanna, you know what I mean? And I told all, I have a lot of friends that are rappers, producers, musicians, stuff like that. Sure. And I'm sending it out to him. I'm like, yo, you need to submit to this. Yeah. You know, like, submit because yeah. this is an opportunity for you. I don't see that as HBO and Issa Rae and the producers trying to get over. Mm -hmm. I see that as saying, hey, we want to incorporate the community stuff. We know who, you know, freaking Drake is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We know who Kanye West is. Shoot, we even know who Golink is. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we don't know who Tragic Hero is. Sure. You know? So sure. we want to reach out to get some new stuff. So when I heard what I, when I heard, um, be, is it Beyond or Between? Beyond when I heard Good and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil and to, was it Joseph Gordon-Levitt that was out there? Yeah, JGL. He has this thing called Hit Record. Right. And it's this like community collaborative thing. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. It seems like they have their stuff together, I, I guess. Yeah. So when I heard him do that, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? That's a great opportunity. That's mm -hmm. a great opportunity for somebody who's up and coming. It's an opportunity for you to put something in your portfolio. It's an opportunity for you to do something because as of right now, maybe you're a person who's really good, but you're unknown. Sure. You know, so I guess the question is, is the juice worth the squeeze? I, I don't, I, but I didn't see it as any kind of way like taking advantage. Am I missing something? Well, I think, I don't think you're missing something. And I think this is entirely perspective. I myself am not, a visual artist. I'm not right. a designer. I don't find myself in a position in which I'm frequently taken advantage of right. or someone wants my work for free. So I, I can't say that I'm bringing this from an emotional or personal level. Uh, but what I've heard from a lot of my friends who are artists is, look, a lot of people ask me for this mm. and I'm done doing that. 
And so I think on the level that this is Ubisoft, a company with a, a whole lot of money, right? If they're asking people to generate new content, and maybe we'll take it, but statistically speaking, we're only going to take so much. Right. Uh, it means that a lot of people are going to do work that will go nowhere, be seen by no one. Maybe they won't own it, but it still won't make it into the game and they won't get paid. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of this has to do with thoughtfulness. Admittedly, mm -hmm. I don't know what the full grand explanation of how Ubisoft and mm -hmm. HitRecord is doing mm -hmm. this, but a lot of my friends who are artists and designers are saying, you know, if if it... If it looks like shit and it stinks like shit, how is it like shit though? Because this is a this is a major company with millions, billions of dollars in the bank, mm -hmm. saying maybe we'll pay you and maybe we won't. Okay, so let me let me let me let me look at it. Let me just throw something out there. Here's my theory on people asking for free work. Mm -hmm. It's called full price or free. Tell me more. Full price or free. The big picture is this: most of us who are um, not super duper famous. We're not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, sure. You know, we're not, you know, anybody big and famous. We have a lot of peers who do dope stuff. We do cool stuff. We sure. do nice stuff. Sure. We should stay out of each other's pockets. Adam, if I were to really hire you mm -hmm. and pay you what you're worth, I can't afford you. Yeah, but why is that a problem? Hold, just, let me get the whole thing out. Uh -huh. I can't afford you. Okay. Right? Adam, I want you to host my thing, and I want to pay you what you're worth. If you really told me what you're worth, I'd go, oof, because I val you're valuable. Sure. So this whole thing is, is, is orbiting around me and my friends. Issa Rae had to start somewhere. Yeah, sure. You know, Shonda Rhimes had to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Ava DuVernay had to start somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and even Issa was like, partner with your friends. Get together with your friends. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people in New York do this in the podcast game. Man, they be on each other's podcasts. Oh, yeah. They promote each other. Absolutely. They look after each other. They do shows together. They do parties together. They do events to each other. Do you think they're charging each other? No, they're staying out of each other's pockets because they can't afford each other because they appraise each other highly. Mm -hmm. So, you know who what, can afford me? Who? Ubisoft. That's not my point, though. Okay. That's not my point. Just getting that out there. All right. I understand that. <laughs> but, that but that's not my point. And, that, and that's, the, I'm going to come around to that. Okay. Right? So, a lot of times I hear this complaint about, well, people ask me for free work. That's oftentimes people who can't afford you. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, the philosophy is full price or free. Adam, either I'm, you're going to pay me full price. Yeah. And you're going to get my full energy, my full effort, my full commitment, accountability, yada, yada, yada. Or I'm going to give you what you get for free. You sure. get what you get. No commitments. Sure. Sure. No timeline. When I get around to it and no revisions. You know what I mean? Because you can't afford to actually pay for my time. Sure. Because every hour I'm giving you for free, I'm not getting paid. That's your decision to make. So, But, that, but that's my philosophy. That's yeah. the philosophy that I use. Yeah. So I had a buddy of mine recently say, hey, man, got a thing. Can you hook me up? How much are you going to charge me? I was like, man, I'm going to do it when I get to it, but I'm going to do it for free because you're my friend. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do some good work for you, and you and I come together to get, go get the bag from them. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do good work with you. You do good work with me. And then when I get the big corporate contract, I go, you know, you should hire my man, Adam. Mm -hmm. 
and we get the bag mm-hmm. from them. But part of what we're doing is we're making good work together for our portfolios. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to get money from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, what is it? So, but Ubisoft is different. Yes. Now, Ubisoft. Major corporation. However, Ubisoft is an opportunity. Well. But, yeah. You, but you have to determine if the juice is worth the squeeze. It's sure, an opportunity. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that is always the case. You know, so in, in everything, that's are, always the case. There are lots you of have people. To decide. Right. There are lots of people. If Disney walks up right now and says, Adam, Octavius, not going to pay you. We're going to do so and so and so. Do you want to host our pot? He- yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Sure. It's going to be for. Yes. You might even have to fly yourself out there. Adam, how can we get plane tickets? Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Because we, yeah, we're like yeah. opportunity. So that's kind of how I'm approaching it. Which or you go, no, nah, Disney, you're going to have to pay me. Disney's going to go, all right, y- y'all want to do it? You know what I mean? Because so I think, at least, at least in my mind, yeah. that's, that's how I'm approaching it. I'm not saying anyone else is wrong. No, no, no. I'm just looking at it as, wow. There's an opportunity. My music could be on Insecure. There's an opportunity. My music, my, my music, song, artwork could be on whatever. Anyone can do anything they want. Right. And if they think the juice is worth the squeeze, they, uh, go for it. Right. right. And if you are in the position in which you can do the work, you have the opportunity, maybe the work already exists and you want to submit something that is real and it's just been chilling on the back burner. Right. I mean, there's so many or you different- you want to make something new. Uh, so many different circumstances, so many different contexts. It makes sense. Absolutely. Now, wh- what I think the the commentary comes from and and the the, the criticism uh, comes from people who are used to being undervalued, mm. underpaid, mm-hmm. and are looking at an offer from someone who's got deep pockets. Right, and so the question becomes: Now, wh- what is the intent for you to do this? Because if the intent is for you to give me a signal boost, the intent is for you to uh, help me become exposed or like find prosperity on my own terms. Because you put my work in your video game, which will be sold for money right. to millions of people around the globe. If the intent is you just want to have cool artwork in your game well like dog pay me right f you pay me right correct and and i think a lot of the critique comes from people who have been hardened to yeah. some degree and yes. likely have decided like this is just not some nonsense i'm going to deal with anymore right and i want i want to see thoughtfulness or a proper articulation of the intent from a huge company if a yeah. huge company is going to do this from sense. from my from my uh, perspective it it would be a pretty cool opportunity to just produce some content and see it in a video game that you like right it makes sense right and there are some examples of that like Splatoon is a game that a lot of people like uh-huh. on the uh, Switch. Splatoon 2. Right. And in Splatoon 2, you have the opportunity to talk to other people and you can draw pictures in the little text box. And that's become a thing. You'll see a tweet if somebody drew a picture. And that's technically within the Splatoon game. And it is talking about Splatoon. So that's your artwork. And it is helping Splatoon stay on the tongue of different people. Right. And, you know, you're not getting paid for that. But it's a different thing. If you were to have, if Ubisoft, I'll break it down like this. If Ubisoft were to retweet my fan art, that seems cool to me. Mm-hmm. But if they want to put my artwork in the video game and they don't pay me, mm-hmm. 
that seems kind of whack. I guess that's the both of them are different levels of of notoriety. Yeah, but they, there's just some difference. So from my perspective, not being an artist who is necessarily being like messed up by this proposal, what I am witnessing is the conversation around me, and I am in a position in which I'm trying to understand why are you mad about this, mm-hmm. and when it's been explained to me, okay, that yeah, that makes sense. I understand why you wouldn't want to be a part of that. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense to me. Right. So, you know, the the statement being, Ubisoft has this game, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Hell yeah. They announced this game in 2008. Yikes. Ten years ago. And it is still in pre-alpha. But here we are uh, where people are like, yeah, I'm excited about it. And it looks dope. But also, can we talk about you paying me for my work? That'd be cool. Yeah. Too. I think, and I also definitely, I'm I'm not advocating that everybody do free work because it's because no. of promotion. Yeah, you sure. know, you, negotiation is an important skill to develop. Yeah, I think bottom line, like whether it's for Issa Rae or if it's for Ubisoft, just understand what you're doing and what, understand what you're getting into, and check yourself to see if it is in fact advantageous for you to be a part of. And it may well be, and that's great. Hell yeah, I hope you find prosperity through doing that. Um, I will say, Beyond Good and Evil 2 reminds me of something. What's that? A trend in video games that I have witnessed this year at E3. A lot of black protagonists, a lot of women protagonists, Mm -hmm. a lot of options available to choose to not play as a straight white dude. Mm -hmm. And I'm pleased to see that. Yep. That's very real. I like the fact that there's progress. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can play with Miles Morales. Yeah, maybe. 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 Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that game looks unbelievable. It is. Ba- it looks like Samurai God of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks incredible. The, the graphics. Wait, was on that, that game, the one at Samurai God of War? That was the John with the like beautiful flowers. The oh, that's just straight up Samurai Samurai movie game. Yeah, like Sekiro. Shadows Se- die twice. Sekiro is uh, that's from the that. god like that's like the samurai god. That's from the same company that worked on Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne. Uh, mm-hmm. So that one's sure to be really difficult. Looks incredible. Resident Evil Two is getting remade. Yes, hell yeah. I never played that. Oh, I'm so excited. It looks terrifying. I'm very excited about that one. Listen, let's talk about something that's really important. Yeah, session. <laughs> I can't vlog, right, Adam? This is important to me. <laughs> All right, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Kickflip, dog, boneless. I wanted Goofy. Skate 4. Mm-hmm. They gave me Session. What is Session? <laughs> Why is EA not making Session? What is this? I don't know. Maybe Session comes from the, the word concession. Well, it's like we're going to have a skate session. I understand that. A session, skate session. But sure. What is the game? Like, Is it on PlayStation also? Or is it just Xbox? I do not know. What I know is Skate, the Skate series, was a gem. And I wish those games would come back. They were great I wish, skateboarding I wish I could games. play it on PlayStation 4. Yeah. That's what I wish. And Session is coming out, and it looks pretty similar. Uh, anything really let you down during this E3? Let me down. Yeah. There was a... Was that Skate 4. Sure. That was a letdown. You know, because we, we, and I say we, because there's a whole community of us that are like, give us Skate 4. Sure. Just give it to us. <clears throat> so that's a letdown. Mm-hmm. But session is it's not really a letdown. I was hoping to see something about this rumored Superman open world. From Rocksteady. 
Yeah. The, the company that's been making the Arkham that. games. Yeah. Yeah, no dice. No word on that whatsoever. Mm-mm. Yeah. I was hoping, like I hope every year, that Square Enix would show footage from the new remade Final Fantasy VII. I don't know. Nothing. nothing. I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life. Man, I love Final Fantasy VII. Love it. I remember even back when I was significantly younger, I was like, why is there all this writing on the screen? <laughs> why do I, I don't want to read. I want to press the buttons and I want the thing on the screen to do something. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Fallout is getting a new game, Fallout 76, and it's going to be multiplayer. I have never so played excited. Fallout. That game, we, we have to play that together. That we do? Is going to be so How do we good. play it together? Uh, we'll figure it out. We, I'll, I'll is it a one-person game? Is it a... Multiplayer. It'll be a, a full online multiplayer game. I'm so excited about that game. What's the John with the javelins called? Uh, it's Anthem. Anthem. I want to play Anthem. Mm-hmm. That, again, kind of feels like that God of War-ish kind of... Uh, you know, a, a, a huge world to go around. You can choose the different person you want to play with. That game looks like it. it, it is EA and Bioware coming for Destiny. Uh, yeah, Bungie has the game Destiny. Right, and Destiny Two. Didn't they show Destiny Two? Destiny Two has DLC coming out. But all my boys play Destiny Two. It, it's a little too much grind fest for me. It's like playing the same shit over and over and over and over. Right. Maybe you get a reward. Maybe. Uh, Wolfenstein's got new stuff. Skyrim, very special edition. What's what's new with Wolfenstein? Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood is DLC that comes out, and I think it it is BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters are the protagonists, and it is co-op. So you play as the two of them. Yeah. And that's very exciting. Skyrim, very special edition is a Skyrim game on Alexa, on your Amazon Echo. What? And Keegan-Michael Key showed it as a joke. And he's talking to Alexa. He's like, Alexa, what am I looking at? And Alexa says, you're walking into a dungeon. There's a bugbear. What would you like to do? And he's like, swing a sword. Kill it. And his wife is in the background saying like, can you shut up, please? And there was this whole goof. And turns out it's real. It is an actual real game that you can download on your Amazon Echo. And that's the big winner from E3. Why do I want to do that? Games on the Amazon Echo. That doesn't sound like something I want to do. Keegan-Michael Key was into it. So well, good for that's him. all I know. Look, there's a lot of good stuff. It is the best time of year. It is my favorite time of year. More than Christmas? More than Christmas. You are, you are Absolutely. out of your mind. Absolutely. No. E3 is wonderful. Yeah, wonderful, but I don't know if it's It's better. four days. You get the games at Christmas. Well, I mean, it depends on if you got people who love you. This is true. <laughs> you might not get the I'll games. I'll tell you who Christmas. loves me. Uh, Reggie fils with Nintendo. All the all the people who are out at uh, uh, Square Enix. Tomb Raider. They got love for me. There's a new Tomb Raider game. That's right. And you know what? Thanks to Naughty Dog, I can never look at one of these games again and not think, well, this is just Uncharted. And these games just look like Uncharted. Yeah. And you got Lara Croft swinging around just killing fools, like, indiscriminately. Yeah. And thanks to Naughty Dog and yeah. the way they introduced Last of Us, yeah. now I'm thinking, well, Lara Croft is a serial killer. Bust your gun. She's crazy. Bust your gun, Laura. So I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. Luke Cage coming up soon. We can play. We can talk about E3 forever. Luke Cage, uh, new season of Luke Cage is coming out. Mm-hmm. When? Do we have a date? Uh, we said it before. I do not remember exactly when the date is, but I know there's a new trailer out. I'm not watching it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's coming up upon us pretty soon, isn't it? It I, seems like it's right around the corner. Yeah, I, I think it is. I'm not actually entirely sure. Uh, June 22. Holy 
moly. Yeah. June 22. Uh, we do anything special for that? Because that's next week. <sighs> <laughs> you don't care anymore. Yo. It's not that I don't care. The Mar- just, I, didn't, I haven't watched Jessica Jones. Yeah, it wasn't. Did I, you watch all of it? I did. I did. Is this just the completionist I'm watching it? Or yeah, are you, were you into it? I was not very into it. I, there are parts of it that I liked, but I, I was not very into it. I was not really feeling it. I'm going to watch it because I know someone who's in it. Outside you do. Of, I'm going to watch it, period, point blank, in the discussion. Okay. Because I'm into Luke Cage and I'm excited about it. But I also know somebody who's in it. Okay. I'll tell you afterwards. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say who I know who's in it. I know someone who was in Danny Rand, the story of, uh, you know... All right, so... Uh, and I, Let me just say, and it, I, I don't think you're listening to the show, I may. Congratulations on making the show. It was awesome seeing you in the show. My love, even you could not get me through that, though. You did a great job, and I watched your episode. You did great. I could not watch the rest of it, though. And I may Donna Kelly killed it. Danny Rand, though? Killed it. No. <laughs> Depends on what your definition of it is. Yeah, so I look. Netflix has just done this thing for me where I'm, I'm just not hype. Does it feel like the magic is gone a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the from the from the Marvel Netflix mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, what the thing, the what I'm most excited about is Punisher. Out of all of it, mm. all of it, mm-hmm. that's what I want to see. Sure. Everything else is kind of like, well, you know, I mean, even Daredevil has lost a lot of steam for me. Yeah. It's like whatever they're going to do next with Daredevil, I'm just kind of like, whatever. Roll my eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. We talked about Beyond Good and Evil. We talked about um, what's going on with E3. Can we talk about some other Marvel news? Do it. Big one for us. What's that? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yo. Last week, we got a trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yo. Your thoughts? That looks so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looks like so much fun. Black, Latino, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real, man. You know, black father, beautiful illustration, like, like, just all it just looks so different it doesn't look predictable it doesn't look it 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 just looks like a comic book but in a unique way it does look like a comic book oh man it moves like a comic book the the panels or or the captions in the background while miles is walking toward the screen yeah the flash of color is so vibrant seeing a black kid on that screen yeah that's spider-man yeah and the kid from dope yeah the kid from dope I'm so excited about this movie. When I watched the trailer for this, honestly, it it made me emotional because I was thinking Miles Morales is very important to me. Yeah. Miles Morales is very entwined in your and my origin story. Right. He is part of the CBJ origin story. Mm -hmm. When I went to Fat Jack's comic crypt, it was because I wanted to buy the first issue featuring Miles Morales. Correct. That is what I bought. That was what was in the brown bag. And that's how you and I met. Yes. It was over miles. Yep. So when I see this 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 kid come into life on screen, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it reminds me of the power of this stuff, the power of these stories. Like something was so important about this story that it moved me to go to a comic shop for the first time in my adult life and yep. buy a single issue. 
Yep. And look at us now. Yeah. So Comic books. That's real. And, and I'm very, very excited about it. Never mind the fact that it does look exquisite. Yes. The movie looks terrific. And but but that in particular is that's my my draw. That character means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That Miles character means a lot. Has a large role in, like you said, our origin story. Yeah. That's like the radioactive spider. That that's, is. Those are the gamma rays. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. If there was, when there is in a animated movie or real life movie, someone have to get you know, Ultimate Spider Man number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, who's gonna play me though? Uh, ooh, who's gonna play Octavius? Huh? In the in the major motion picture. Hmm. Kevin Hart. Definitely. Perfect. It's pro- it's probably Perfect. gonna be. Perfect. Yeah, Kevin Hart. And The Rock will play you. Yeah, I was gonna say Ryan Reynolds, but definitely The Rock. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, perfect. We've done it. Mm-hmm. We've casted it. it. it Listen, thank you for the five stars and the positive <laughs> comment. Appreciate you guys. We're available. You know, at Octavius A. Newman, at yeah. Adam Tedderis. Thank you. Hit us up. Hit us up. Let you know what's know. funny? I'm I'm seeing some people on my timeline uh, talking about this movie into the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. and some people in particular are like, "This movie looks cool," and then it sold me right at the very end when they well, showed. I, haven't see, I, haven't see, I, I stopped watching the trailer. You didn't watch the full trailer? No. The of of the I saw enough. Like a minute and a half. I saw enough. Whoa! I saw enough. You hold up. You stopped peeing midstream. Correct. And you've been holding it. Yeah. Are you crazy? No. Walk me through this. What is, what is the meaning of this? <laughs> I was watching the trailer, and I'm like, man, this looks great. I'm sold. How much did you watch? I don't know. Ten seconds. I don't know. Thirty seconds. I got to the point where he flipped over the car, and he had like the you know, like kind of like the spider senses moment. That's the last thing I remember. Octavius. And then I just cut it off, and I was like, "Cool, good to go." Octavius. Yes. In the name of the blackout congregation, uh huh. I find this disrespectful. Why? Because someone busted their butt, uh huh, to make that trailer work right from the beginning to the end. Okay, and you stopped them right. from showing you their final product. I don't want to I'll see the final product when I watch the movie. But you will never see the trailer until after the movie? Right. Oh my god. What's wrong with this? This is out. What This is the internet. same thing I've been doing for years. Internet internet. Is this new to you? I want you Yes, this is new to Why me. Why is this new to you? This is like uh, this is the <laughs> craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, can't be. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Donald- In 2018, Dennis Rodman was just on CNN. That's wild with Hot coin t-shirt talking about Kim Jong-un, and this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Crying. Cry- crying Dennis Rodman is not... I didn't want to see my baby! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I didn't want to see my baby! If you have... If you... Oh, internet, and, and I'm deadly serious, internet, if you are listening to this right now, uh-huh. and you have watched... A trailer. If you were a member of the Blackout Congregation, okay. and you have watched the trailer. I don't understand what the offense and is. And you got halfway through, and you stopped and walked away from the trailer and what never resumed it. What's the offense? That whole trailer is dope, my dude. I've seen enough. What I what is the like I why is it surprising to you? Crazy. I am the same person that you sit across from this table on. Yes, all the time. This should be right in line with my brand. This is not wild, is it? Yes. 
The bi- look, what's different about this than anything else? Because in in my mind, how I've perceived it up until this moment, the the BOC operates as like a a yes or no, right? Is this uh, a movie that I want to see? Yes. Is this the first trailer available? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you can watch that, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Is this a movie I want to see? And this is the second trailer. Do you watch that trailer? Not there's a sometimes on that. What it is de- the sometimes? It depends on if that first trailer was literally like a coming soon to a theater, like one of those kind of things. Was like, hey, this movie's coming out. There's some trailers that are like barely anything happens, uh-huh. and it's kind of just like. Oh, okay. I'm just this movie is here. I I don't know what I, what what's happening with you. Explain it's just, this to just me. Wild to me because that that trailer was so good. Good. And there, there are parts. Good. Of, there are parts. It was of the good trailer. enough that I only needed a part of it. And I, you know what it was? I was like, you're showing me too much. I'm good. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm I'm good. I'm done. I don't want to see any more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know any more. I want to. I got it. Uh-huh. it th- that if anything, it's a compliment. The trailer was that good that I was like, good, 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 good. Stop, 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 stop. I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. All right, hold up. Role play here. I am the guy who edited that trailer. Okay. All right? I made that trailer. Right. Uh, my name is Peter Parker, and I edited that trailer. Sure. Yo, did you watch the trailer for the new movie? I did. Yeah, yeah. Did you like that part at the end? I, didn't, the... I didn't get to the end. What do you mean you didn't get to the end? I stopped... I stopped after I after I, I was like, man, this I'm good. I'm gonna go see it. I'm good. Well, I put that part right at the end. There was no, 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 no. Don't don't tell me the end. You were just like a minute and a half. That was yep. my life's work. It's probably the best thing I've ever why is, made. Why is that your? Well, I'm gonna see it after the movie. That's what I do. I come back oh. around. Wow. All right. What's what's the problem here, wow. uh, Pete? I was just really proud of that. I wanted to. Share I'm that proud with of you, you too. I'm so proud that I only need to watch part of it. You did a great job. And then at this point in the role play, I would say, you're crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> Craziest person I've ever met. This is, you know what the, this is? Here's what I'm going to tell myself. This is like the, the kind of person that I've never understood, but I respect, uh-huh. who can eat half of a sandwich and put the other half away. Because in my mind, I'm like, you're insane. And that is not well, a... Well, you know what you can't do? Eat half a slice of pizza. Yeah. That's, That's what, out of control. That is what you've done. That's out you of control. Wa- you ate half a slice of pizza. How do you take like two or three bites, depending upon the size <laughs> of the slice, and go, I'm going to come back to it later? You're not going to come back to half the slice of pizza? Yeah, we, a slice about- of pizza is a whole <laughs> consumption thing. We talk about the Ninja Turtles. Uh, I imagine one of them. This is how you know something's wrong. Michelangelo, the party dude, uh-huh. eats half. And he says, you know what? I'm going to save the rest for later. Wraps it up in foil, puts it in their sewer fridge. And all the other turtles, the three other turtles, looking at him like he's insane because he is. And that, well, that is how I perceive this. Mike is, could be. <laughs> but I feel good about it. God damn. I, I had a thing to bring up, but I can't now. Well, tell the internet uh, on your own timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Skip. Go move to the next thing. Right. Okay. So please what, take us there. So let's talk about a little movie stuff. Uh-huh. There's a lot of stuff going on in Spider-Man DC. Trailer. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on in DC in the DC movie world. Jeff Johns is doing the Green Lantern Corps. Jeff Johns is no longer the head of DC, the comics. Right. And is now, I think, exclusively doing stuff with the uh, DC movies. Yes. As a writer and producer. Yes. Okay. And he's doing Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Okay, that's that. I'm into that. Jim Lee is stepping up to that's be the right. chief creative officer. That's right. Of DC. Yep. What do you think about that? 
Uh, go get him. Nice work, Jim Lee. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's been around with the company for an extremely long time. He has proven himself. Um, great. We are going to, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed that Joaquin Phoenix is going to be playing the Joker in the standalone Joker movie. Wait. And it's going to be a Jared Leto Joker movie. Okay. And a Suicide Squad 2. And a Suicide Squad 2. All right. Pack it up, everybody. We've all had fun. We all had a good time. And pack it up. up. I'm done. Ben Affleck is out as Batman. All right, that's fine. And Flash is going to be in a Back to the Future vibe. What? (laughs) And there's going to be a Harley Quinn movie that's supposed to be Birds of Prey now. The Birds of Prey, but Harley Quinn is the head of it. And Matt Reeves is casting a young Batman for the Batman trilogy. Matt Damon. No. Oh, Okay. No, Keanu Reeves, actually. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, hi, Peter Parker, the guy who edited the uh, Spider-Verse trailer again. I'm so glad I don't work for DC. None of this shit makes any sense to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Two Joker movies. Can we start there? No, hold on. And no. Wonder Woman 1984. I heard about this. And yeah. Steve Trevor is back. Apparently. Uh, okay. Uh, I think maybe that's Martian Manhunter. You know, he can take out the shapes. Who knows? Could be anybody. Who could be? Maybe a Starro. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, two Joker movies, that's where I want to start. Do we need two Joker movies, Octavius? What I think is happening here from my... Ah! 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 That guy's the worst. Ah! Yeah, I did not like... That's my least favorite Joker. He's coming back. He is. <laughs> Terrified. You saying he got beef? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Just thinking about it is just like, this is not good. Anyway, I hope, I mean, but I, but again, I think hopefully he could do better. <laughs> Seriously, hope he does better. Wow. You should make greeting cards. Hey, man. I mean, hopefully you can do better. Hope you get, <laughs> it says, I mean, that, that, that. Hope you get, hope you can, get, hope you can do better. You know, you have somebody in your life where you want to give them that card. <laughs> hey, man, open up the card. I hope you can do better. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Cold. Signed. Octavian. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think what they're doing, um, there's a new person who's pretty much overseeing all of this DC stuff, movie uh-huh. stuff. He's trying to go with writers, go with scripts first. Um, he's the guy who did a bunch of the Conjuring movies. I don't remember his name. Okay. Um and he pretty much came in and just like tore everything apart. Mm. Everything that DC was doing, he's like, "Look, man, we're we're not trying to go and keep up with this big cinematic universe necessarily. Mm-hmm. We're not doing writers' rooms anymore. We're going with people who have vision, people who have a story, and we're trying to make good movies, which is what we've been asking for for a long time. Make good movies. And it seems like they're doing standalone movies as well as some of these other movies that fit in and connect together. It's not 100% clear to me, Mm -hmm. but the thing that I'm excited about is that it seems like DC is making some decisions. Trying to figure it out. They're they're making some personal decisions. Mm. It's not like the person, like you ever see, you, you, have you ever copied off someone's homework? Oh yeah. Like you're not making your own moves. You're literally looking over and you're like waiting for the person to circle in the thing and you're going, okay, 
B, all right, uh, D. Like, that's kind of what DC seemed like they were doing. Sure. They got over one shoulder, they're looking at what Marvel's doing. Over the other shoulder, they're looking at what the fans are saying. Mm -hmm. And they're not making any decisions of their own. They're mm -hmm. just, like, reacting to what Marvel's doing and what the fans are saying. And you're saying it, this, this, this little burst of news that we have now, this is indicative of them making some creative decisions on right. their own? Someone coming in there who cares about this stuff and going, all right, look, mm -hmm. I, I hear all that. Mm -hmm. we're making a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie because we have a good idea. It doesn't have to connect to everything. That's what we're doing. Sure. Okay? Because we're going to go with writers. We're going to go with stories. We're going to go with scripts. We're not going to go with budgets first. Yeah. Like, I think the Joker movie Joaquin Phoenix is going to be $56 million or something like that. Okay. A relatively small budget for a movie, like a comic book movie. All things considered. Yeah. All things considered. Sure. Uh, wow, it's a lot. All I know is I, I don't think we need one movie entirely about the Joker. I like the Joker when he is paired up against Batman. I, I don't need an entire movie about the Joker, let alone two. Let alone Jared Leto again. So, I mean, for me, we, we, I, I understand that there was a lot going on with Suicide Squad, and a lot of what Jared Leto did was left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. I get that, and I, I absolutely understand the frustration from the actor that's so much of the work that he put into it. You remember all those stories that we were running around there? He was right. pulling pranks on people and being a, just a maniac on the right. set. A lot of that stuff got left on the cutting room floor. I understand why he wants to shoot his shot and have the opportunity to live in those shoes and show people what he's got. I don't think that's what an audience wants. Look at the way the Star Wars is working. Okay. Solo is not performing well. It's not. And a lot of that, I think, can be attributed to the fact that we got a Star Wars movie just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And then before that, it wasn't that much long, longer before that, we got Rogue One. Right. Star Wars is just coming out like Madden. I mean, it's, it, we're, we're getting them every year, less so. Yeah. And no knock to Solo, which I really enjoyed. Uh -huh. But people are thinking, what do I want to see? Uh, I mean, it, it's a little less special when you can get it all the time. Right. So if this is happening to Star Wars, you best believe it's going to happen to one single character in multiple films. Yeah, like like the thing is, That's we don't wild. know how they're doing it. They mm -hmm. don't know when they're doing it. We don't know what the system is. I am a little bit more hopeful, though. Mm -hmm. Mostly, I mean, the thing that made me most hopeful was the fact that they've got, they said, all right, Ben Affleck's out. Yeah. That's we're getting a, that a, is we're, a good we're, thing. we're doing a trilogy Matt Reeves you know younger Batman and you know he said he wants to go more detective sure directed sure. for Batman yeah that's the thing I'm most happy about terrific you know great yeah. I'm happy to hear that how we have Wonder Woman 1984 with Steve Trevor and not sure there's going to be a flash that's going to be back to the future themed and there's two Joker movies and a Harley Quinn movie and also a Suicide Squad movie and then there's also a Shazam movie yeah. where he has the giant ridiculous suit on where you can tell that it's like not really his <laughs> body in it. Uh -huh. <clears throat> and there's going to supposed to be a Black Adam movie and a Green Lantern Corps movie. That's right, with The Rock. We don't know how all that's coming together mm -hmm. and I think part of what's happening is people are just blasting news. That is true. Just news, 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 news. Because you notice who you're not hearing talk about this? DC. Warner Brothers. Yeah. They're not talking about it. Hollywood Reporter's talking about it. Yes. Screen Junkies News is talking about it. Yes. Collider's talking about it. This is We're all, talking about it's it. It's all conjecture. We don't actually know anything. 
We're just talking about what could be happening based We're on talking about limited what's being clues. Reported. That's right. And what's being reported, I mean, it, fair is fair. Not everything being reported is actually reporting. Right. It's just, you know, this is a thing Sources that we're, say. we think is going to happen. So all I know at the end of the day, all I know is whoever is at DC movies, the the, the cinematic universe for DC, pick up that Etch-A-Sketch and shake the hell of it out of it and restart. I, I want them to do... New, new direction, more creative, do something different. Because what y'all been doing ain't working for me. Well, are you excited about Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker? I love Joaquin Phoenix. And I think he is capable of doing some really scary stuff. Um, I Was Never Really Here was a phenomenal movie in which he transformed himself. I think it was weird. In a wild way. I don't know if it was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. It was weird. So I think he is capable of transforming. He's one of those actors, you know? He's one of those actors who can transform into a different creature. I just want them to have, I just want the, I just want DC slash Warner Brothers to have an opinion. Yeah. You know, I want you to have an opinion. And I don't want your opinion to be, what do you want? What do you want? And that's what's got me excited about it. Mm. Going, writers, scripts first. Sure. Writers and scripts first. Into it. That's what I'm into. Well, let's see. We're going to see how this shakes out. Uh, We do have uh, some news, speaking of DC and their creative decisions and the people at the top of that company. We also have some news about that uh, Disney and Fox merger. We were talking about Disney potentially acquiring Fox. Maybe we're going to see the X-Men show up in some of these movies, Mm -hmm. in the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. It looks like we need to put that idea on ice a little bit. Because here comes Comcast making a sweeter deal, all cash. And I think Disney was offering something like $52 billion, and it's like some stock options kind of situation. And Comcast entered into the ring with $65 billion in cash. And maybe Comcast is going to pick them up. Who knows? That's a big offer. That's a big offer. It's Ten billion, almost ten billion, over ten billion more, mm-hmm. almost ten billion more. Yeah, at the beginning of this episode, you were talking about what what I'm worth, what Adam Tedris is worth. Sixty five right. billion dollars. That's the number. No, that's good. That's the one. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good luck. What do you think of this Comcast? Um, do you think that is is this the way it's going to shake out? Because I think July tenth is the date when these things need to be in order. I don't know, man. It's one of those things where it's really a waiting game. Of course, I want. Disney to acquire Fox because I want them to get all the Marvel characters. They yes. have Fantastic Four back. They have a, an arrangement yeah. for Spider-Man. Yeah. What they don't have is the mutants. They do not. You know, yeah. cinematically at least. And I want them to have them back. Uh-huh. Um, but also, are they if they, if they do acquire it, are we still going to have FX? Are we going to have Pose? Are we going to have Atlanta? Are we going to have the Sons of Anarchy prequel or re or or like whatever the spinoff is are we gonna you know have trust are we gonna have archer like you know what i mean are we gonna be able to do those things yeah like if if donald glover and his brother had a hard time getting deadpool off animated on fx when they didn't own it what's it gonna be like when they own it you know they got the streaming service what are they gonna do with all those things good question um if comcast gets it what happens to the x-men good question are yeah. we gonna like because i think we can agree that whatever they're doing with the X-Men outside of Deadpool is kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, the apparently X-Men? the the new movie that's coming out, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Not uh, getting positive. Uh, not yet. 
I mean, it's still early. Yeah. But it is not getting great reception. And uh, they're still trying to make this Gambit movie? Apparently. Why are we doing this? Do not know. Come on now. Do not know. Let this go. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, as a fan, I want to see Disney acquire Fox. Right. Uh, at the same time, the thing that I keep thinking about is, man, these are a lot of companies with a lot of money. And when they continue a- acquiring other companies, it's there's a part of it that's a little frightening. Speaking of which, the Time Warner AT&D deal went through. Yeah. Right. It went through. Which uh, a lot of really major legal battle- battles about whether or not that was okay. Antitrust laws, you know, monopolies and stuff. Like, that's that's some wildness. A friend of mine said recently, he's like, you know, World War Three is going to be fought between Amazon and Disney, right? Like, <laughs> it's going to be... These major corporations, and it's a joke, but it's it holds some weight. Like they, the money is power, isn't it? So um, who knows what's going to happen? I, I don't know. I do know that Comcast has bad service, and in Philadelphia, you're pretty much stuck with Comcast no matter where you are. Well, we got that. We got that FiOS. See, yeah, I got that FiOS as well. But uh, that means that I'm not too warm on that. Mo- that don't mean we won't take the sponsorship money though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Is uh, my hands are open if you wanted to put some of that podcasting money in, in our hands, Comcast, and we are welcome to it. We'll take a little bit of that $65 billion off your hands, you know? What's a million dollars Yeah, inside of that? Yeah. Barely noticeable. Drop in the bucket. Yeah. Drop come on, in the come bucket. up off that. Yeah, that's right. Or leave us five stars in a positive comment as well. We will make your next X-Men movie. Yeah. Right? No problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. I just I know who to call. We're just going to call, uh, you know, Jordan Peele. Yeah, he'll do it. He, by the way, he pitched Disney a gargoyles movie. What? He pitched Disney a live action gargoyles movie. Yo, Goliath. But they didn't answer. <laughs> they didn't pick up the phone. Well, no, he pitched. They it. saw his, the the caller ID and they didn't pick up the phone. Word on the internet streets as he pitched it, and it's like, how do you say no to Jordan Peele? Mm. You can't, but at the same time, mm-hmm. they don't want to do it. Well, so it's like, it's kind of just like... Yeah. They're going to be kicking themselves, I think. Because if if he says he's got a good idea for a movie, then I, I feel like it would be wise to just go with it. But I don't know. Well... I know. loved Gargoyles. Yeah. Gargoyles it was around the same time awesome. Batman Animated Series was on. It was a great show. Mullet, Brooke, Mullet Brooklyn and everything. Brooklyn was my, my guy. Brooklyn was the coolest. I remember my brother, he liked Lexington. All of them are so cool. Bronx, the like dog... Hudson, the the like chummy, funny one. All the characters were cool. I love Brooke. Uh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles was cool. Yeah. Excellent. All right, so let's talk about this Kelly Marie Tran situation. Uh-huh. Kelly Marie Tran basically deleted a bunch of her Instagram posts after she was getting harassed by a bunch of people on the internet. <laughs> There's a... Uh, Gesundheit. Thank you. There's very little to say, as far as I'm concerned, other than express my total disappointment in awful fans, awful people, treating another person terribly. There's no excuse for this. There's no, like, you're hurting Star Wars. The character wasn't uh, 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 beloved. There's no excuse. There's nothing that anyone can say other than, this is an example of people being terrible. And, and this is going to make it sound like Kelly Marie Tran has, has died, which she has not. But I want to say, you know what? Maybe she's in a better place. Not online. 
which is not something that anybody should have to deal with because somebody f- forced them out and that's trash. But part of me wonders, you know, even in my own life, a person who is not famous or has armies of haters coming after me, right. sometimes I just want to put it down, kill my account. I got to tell you, I can't imagine what it w- must be like to receive that kind of you know, offensive commentary and ridicule and disrespect and just... And she's a woman of color. Rudeness. Just, I can't, um, I have never experienced such a thing. I can't imagine. Like a lot of, a lot, I mean, I'm sure one perspective to go is like, oh man, well, she makes a lot of money and she gets to be in Star Wars, she'll be fine. That's a person. Yeah. It's a whole person with feelings and emotions that money can't just make make someone saying something horrible about you go away. No. And no. I think it's unacceptable. I think it's absolutely wrong and terrible. I appreciate her very much. I appreciate her role very much. And if you're listening and you're one of the people who are participating in this, I think you're trash. Yeah. You know? And if you and if you know of someone who is acting like this, or if you've acted like this in the past. I think this is an opportunity for you to consider yourself. You know, look at yourself and ask yourself why you do this. Why do you make these comments? Why do you say these kinds of things to people? You know, why are you hurtful to people? Because, like, your words are powerful. Yeah. They can build up or they can tear down. Yeah. You know? So I just want to say that, you know, I hope that she's doing well. Yeah. I hope that she is in a place where she has love and friends and family and support around her, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, just, I hope that she knows that what she's doing, playing this character and playing this role is giving hope to other people of color, Mm -hmm. other women of color. You know, she's, blazing a path, blazing a trail for other people to show them that they can do it, Mm -hmm. show them that there's a place for them. And as we say on Comic Book Junto all the time, like a a cognitive diversity and diversity of stories and representation is important. Mm -hmm. And seeing people of color in a, in a, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is important. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like there's so much more positive there's so much more love and encouragement that she's spreading than negativity yeah. and even though like there's this noisy community of people who are like assaulting her online there's a significantly there's a significant there's a much more significantly larger imp- positive impact that she's making yeah I and hopefully so. she has people around her and she has access to that yeah you know and hopefully she's able to receive that encouragement and it overpowers the negativity. That that's my hope for her. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. And other people of color, and other women, and other just people who are being harassed on the internet. I mean, because we see with Kate Spade taking her own life, with Anthony Bourdain taking his own life. You know, we, we see that people are hurting. You know, people are struggling, mm-hmm. and the the 140, 280 characters that you type or the infinitely long posts that you can write on Instagram, mm-hmm. you take your time to to hurt someone like that. That mm-hmm. stays with people. Yeah, right. So I just hope that, you know, by God's grace, there's something that is, 
there's brightness that's shining in her life that's chasing the darkness away. There's there's a part of me that wants to be optimistic and say, you know, we will we will move beyond this as uh, fans of pop culture, as culture, as society, and we will look back at this generation that is transitioning from not ever seeing women and people of color on the screen and and anybody other than uh, you know white blonde figures right. in movies, television, and prominent spaces. And and this generation transitioning away from that, becoming aware of that problem, and starting to put people in place to make that change. I hope we look back at this generation, this point in time, and we're ashamed and think, man, we did that bad. We did that real bad. There was right. a time when this the, people were outrageous. Yeah. You know? And if, if you're out here slinging insults on Instagram, then... I want you to look back at that and think it looks like a white hood on your head. I mean, like, how is this different? This is hate speech. Mm -hmm. It's just a different version of hate speech. And it it does have an effect on people. And sometimes we don't notice Mm -hmm. that until it is way too late. And you can't take it back. You you can't take it back because the effect is real. And for people who are the offenders... I do hope that they they see the error of their ways... And they do ask for forgiveness, and they do change, and they so do, do grow, I. and they do develop. So do I. And they do mature, and they do apologize, because it's not too late. No. You know? And I think that that's part of the narrative that we don't say very often. You know? Like, someone does a boogeyman thing, and you're the boogeyman. Yeah. You know? But there's, it's possible for those people to change. And I think that's part of, there's no way, shape or form justifying or legit or like trying to legitimize what you've done, make it okay. Mm-hmm. But you can change. Mm. You can change. You don't have to be this way. Yeah. You don't have to be the person who makes these comments, yeah. who says these slanders, hurtful things, you know, Maybe there's something inside you. Maybe you've been hurt. Maybe you've been messed up. And in no way, shape, or form justifies anything. However, there is an opportunity for you to look at yourself, even get some help in some cases, and go, why, you know, why do I do this? Mm-hmm. I think that that's a real legitimate thing to consider. If you, if you, and you know if you're one of the people who do this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and maybe you don't know if you're one of the people who do this. Maybe you should ask your friends. Maybe you should ask your family members. Maybe, how, how am I on the internet? Mm-hmm. What, what am I like? What's my brand? My brand is not how you see yourself. It's how other people see you. Yeah. It's the gut reaction people get of you in a particular context. Yeah. Ask your friends. Ask your family members. Ask people who keep it real with you. Am I a troll? Am I hurtful? Yeah. You know, am I destructive on the internet? I think that's worth asking. And how can I change? Yeah. How can I do better? I, I, I hope... I hope eventually people will realize, if they didn't realize this yet, people will realize that when you, when you tweet at a celebrity, when you hit them up on, in their comments on Instagram or whatever, if you follow them, you know, th- those actual humans can see that. They will see that. You know, yeah, it's in a sea of many, many, many things, but they, they will see that. They have the ability to, and that will affect their day. And yeah, they're in a place of privilege because yeah, they're enjoying their riches and they're in movies and they they have hit songs on Billboard Top 40. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're made of the same stuff. They got different circumstances, but they're made of the same stuff. It is unfortunate that someone like Kelly Marie Tran is in a leadership position regardless of what she wants. Mm -hmm. 
Because she she wants to be an actress. I don't know what she wants. I can't speak for her. Right. I, I don't know what she wants. But she wants to be in Star Wars. You got it. Did you want to get all this like leadership of being you know uh, a prominent female protagonist in the movie and and deal with the fact that now you've got to defend yourself against all the people who hate that? Maybe you didn't want that. <laughs> but unfortunately, here it is. It's unfair. It is not fair. And I will say, as far as supporters and fans of hers, uh, if she leaves Instagram, then all of her supporters and fans will have this outpouring of love and appreciation and will double her effort. We'll make sure there are more characters like her in the next movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's the only way we can do it. Because eventually it's going to be way more normal and y'all are going to have to deal with the new normal. Yeah. Which we should have had a long time ago. But... I'm disappointed. It makes me sad. Yeah. It makes me sad. So before we sign off, and uh, kind of in the same vein of people talking um, on the internet, there's a lot of good music coming out recently. There has Have been Have you a listened lot. to any of these good music albums? Have you listened to uh, Pusha T's... Daytona? Daytona. Have you I listened like Daytona to Kanye's Yay? Have you listened to... Yay came out with seven tracks. He's do Kanye's doing this mm -hmm. thing with seven tracks. Right. Uh, uh, and all seven tracks from Yay are on the top Billboard 40. Yeah. All of them. Yep. Um, Yay is a Kanye album. That's all you got? That's pretty much all I got. Did you enjoy it? I think so. Think so. Think so. I, it's the kind of thing that I want to have a listening party for because there's a lot to unpack. And sonically, just on a music value, there's stuff on there I like. Right. There's also a lot of stuff that is Kanye being weird. Mm. And I don't want to listen to more than once. It's mm. just weird. Um, but I, I appreciate his music abilities. I listen to his new Kid Cudi, John. Kid See Ghosts. Kid See Ghosts. He and Kid Cudi are a group. Roughly the same. I feel about the same. Okay. Uh, Daytona is my favorite of them so yeah, far. I agree. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what else is even out. Uh, what else is available? Well, those are the those are the three major things. Tiana Taylor comes out this weekend. Mm -hmm. Comes out. All on of Friday. this is good music. There's all. Yep. And, and when I say good music, I mean good music. The label. G O O D acronym for getting out our dreams. That's right. So you are not protesting you're not anti i'm not listening to his music i'm done with kanye i'm not protesting i'm not anti i'm not like writing him off he's not canceled uh-huh i have a much more sharp sense of critique mm -hmm. after he said a lot of weird awful stuff uh, which we've discussed on the show right i'm frustrated that he seems to uh, reference some of those things without offering an explanation that's frustrating to me, but uh, musically, I think that that is where his his skill set that I appreciate lies, and so I, I I can still separate those things out personally. I can separate those things out. That's me. Yeah, I think Daytona is the best one out of all of them. Yeah, um, I think the Drake uh, Pusha T beef. Apparently, rap, it's rap over. Beef. Pusha T says it's done. Yeah, but I mean, that's what you would say. It's the victor. <laughs> Like, hey, now that I got this knockout, the fight is done. Well, who's you know? I don't know if you know who said it done. There's a there's a guy named Jay Prince who said it was done. Yeah, well, Jay Prince said they had also dug up a lot of stuff on Pusha T that would ruin his career. Yeah, they can say and whatever they, they want. Exactly. So he's like, uh, I, 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 I would I would like fight you, but I I beat you up. 
<laughs> yeah, what? right, right. That's what it would. Come on, I'm, I'm ready to fight. Nah, nah, I don't want to hit you because if I hit you, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, but you lucky, you lucky. I don't want to fight, mm-hmm. man. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like this is th- this is rap beef. So here, here's so w- w- in light of a lot of the conversation we're talking about, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Did you have any issue with what Pusha T said in his his song? Yes, you did. I did. Tell me. Uh, so, I mean, it, there's a lot to unpack here because there might be people listening to this have no idea who Pusha T is. They'll figure it. They know who it is. All right. So, uh, Pusha if T. If they don't know who it is, Google it. Pusha T and Drake, Beef, Pusha T uh, the, had the last word, the story of Adidon. Right. And uh, in that song, uh, it, it mentions Drake's bad relationship with his dad. Uh-huh. Uh, it mentions uh, that Drake has a ghostwriter, Quentin uh-huh. Miller. Uh-huh. Uh, it mentions that Drake apparently is the father of an illegitimate child that he's not taking care of. Mm-hmm. And it also mentions that Drake's best friend, also his producer, 40, uh, has multiple scler- sclerosis mm. and is going to die soon. And for me, I'm not a person who is entering into rap beefs often, so it's not like I'm a referee that anybody asks right, for an opinion. Right. Other than you, but I'm like, yeah. I'm just curious because we talk about heroes and, villains all, heroes and villains all the time. I get it. I get it. So for me, I think Pusha T is being uh, Batman and Dark Knight Returns, hmm. and he's killing people. And I'm like, well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What, tell me more. I mean, I just, I, I think that's poor form. I think that's whack. I, I don't like that. Really? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't need you coming out here and saying that somebody's best friend is going to, nah, he's got, he's got MS, man. That's like I don't need you taking his his physical uh, attrition into effect. That's no. Hmm. I understand this like shoot to kill mentality. If I'm coming for you, then I'm coming for you. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I think it's pretty gross myself. I still think Pusha T definitively won, but by terms that I disagree with. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's that's where I am. And I'm also, I'm like not a person who believes that there is necessarily a code. Mm-hmm. If you're in rap beef, then are you serious or are you not? Are you playing or are you fighting? I get it. But I don't know. You know what a part of, the, uh, of it is, Octavius? What's it's, that? it's 2018 and there's a lot of darkness everywhere. Okay. I just don't need more. So like to, to some degree, I really like the theatrics of a rap beef, mm-hmm. but to another degree, it just reminds me of the darkness that's in the world. Because the rap beef is literally who would win in a fight. You know, Iron Man versus Thor, yeah. who wins? You know, like that's really what it comes down to. And it's like Drake, who is the, you know, head honcho, the guy on top. He's the big boss. You know, Meek Mill goes up against them. Meek Mill loses. Drake is constantly talking trash, mm-hmm. constantly walking around with all his swagger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the the history of this beef. This beef goes back a few years. Yes, this a long is, time. This is not a new thing. Yeah, and this is not also not Pusha T just walking up and slapping Drake upside the head. No, you know this is a response to something that Drake said to him a while ago. Mm-hmm. So Drake. I do feel like Drake had a like a, a a swagger about him that was almost like Drake. All Drake has is swagger. Well, I th- but I think he had a swagger about him that was kind of like, man, what you gonna do? Sure, you know, yeah. like what you gonna do to me? Like, man, get out of here. Yeah. And Push said, "Oh yeah." He pushed the button. All right. Because <laughs> and I think the the comment that made it all bets are off is when he mentioned his fiance. Mm-hmm. When Drake mentioned his fiance, 
it was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. You think you can just come from my family? Talk about my family. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got something for that. Yeah, da, 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 like he unloaded, and I think what was what is very interesting to me mm-hmm. is what role in light of internet, in light of memes, in light of jokes, in light of you know us having a conversation about what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. What role does a good old street fight play? What role does a good old mouthpiece in you versus me mm-hmm. where does that live mm-hmm. do we really want to see who would win a fight versus wolverine and deadpool do we really want to see who wins in a fight versus batman and super do we really want to see that in light because of the conversation we just had though wolverine and deadpool are fictional drake and push a t are real people. But do you look at rap as these are real people? Or do we you look just at talked about Kelly Marie Tran as a real person. Celebrities are I, real people. I, I understand, but the nature of what I'm talking about is... Yeah, they're real people. The, hold on. Is the sport of a rap battle. I, like the, yeah. the sport of a boxing match. Oh, you're hitting him real hard. Do you want to fight or not? Like, this yeah. is the nature of what's going on here. And the reason why I bring this up, right? This is the reason why I bring this up. I've grown up listening to rap battles. Sure. I've grown up watching rap DVDs. Yeah. You know, I've grown up listening to hip hop. Mm -hmm. I was around for Rockefeller Mm -hmm. versus, you know, Beanie Siegel versus Jadakiss. Yeah, sure. I was around for Jay-Z versus Nas. Mm -hmm. Like, I was around. I remember listening to those when they came out. Like... I remember all of this. St- I remember like, some of the first stuff I remember is Dr. Dre and Easy E beefing. What makes this? What makes this sport <laughs> and not like violence? I was gonna say Biggie and Tupac, but what, ma- what makes it not like what, violence? What makes it sport rather than like just you know the same thing as people coming for Kelly Marie Tran? People come for Kelly Marie Tran. Is, As a person who has also had fun watching the theatrics of rap beef, that I am now in a position in which I'm looking at myself and being like, why do I enjoy this so much? The, the nature of that is, th- uh, this terminology may or may not make sense. Kelly Marie Tran is a civilian. No, Eric, she's not. Listen to what I'm saying, Adam. Listen before... I'm, I'm, I, Adam, I get listen. you. Listen, you don't get me because you're not letting me finish. No, 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 no. Reacting. I get you, and I just, I just want a take. I want to take a moment because I want you to be conscious of the words that you use. I'm not. You, well, you're making it different because I haven't finished. I'm halfway. I'm like, tw- I'm ten percent into a sentence. So I, I put pause on your trailer, and I'm going to walk away from it. I need you to what? just define. You, you walked away from half of a trailer. I know, That's but I'm trying. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, I need you to define those terms for me so I can follow, Adam. Wait, let me finish what I'm saying. I'm sitting on my hands. Okay, thank you. Kelly Marie Tran is a civilian in the sense of when you're talking about like like street stuff, right? So just follow, that's what I'm saying. Listen to me, follow me for a second, right? So the terminology of a civilian, I'm giving you an analogy. That's why I'm saying don't jump on it. Let me get it out. When you're talking about snitching or, or not, I'm giving you an analogy, an analogy here. Uh-huh. When you're talking about, yo, you snitched, you go, I'm a civilian. I'm not in this street stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can't be a snitch if I'm a civilian. 
Mm-hmm. I don't sell drugs. I don't do dirt. I don't. I'm not a part of that culture. Mm-hmm. So this idea of you're a snitch doesn't apply to me. I'm a civilian. Mm-hmm. I'm in plain clothes. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You, fo- you follow what I'm trying to say? You're saying- I didn't sign up for that life. So I didn't assign I didn't sign up for those rules. Sure. Those are rules that you sign up for. Now, let me get this out, Adam. I just I'm let- thinking. I know. Think, you, you react in my expressions now. And, and that's what I'm saying, because I, I don't want you to ju- jump across me again, because I, I need you to let me connect it. Otherwise, it does sound crazy. You got to let me connect it. Okay. So if I take that analogy of a civilian in like street stuff, if you look at Kelly Marie Tran, she never signed up for a battle. She never signed up for a fight. Uh-huh. She never signed up to say, yeah, I'm in the mix. Let's go. She never signed up for that. Right. She's just an actor. She's just a person who took a role. Star Wars, this is great. Now people are attacking her and she's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a civilian. I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Like, mm-hmm. why are you attacking me? Well, you can't do this and you can't. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Right. You're at, now they are attacking someone who never signed up to be a part of that. And right. that's why it's wrong. Right. You see what I'm saying? Oh, it is. Yeah. That's that's the point. That's why I'm saying. So if you attack a civilian, someone who's not a part of this, mm-hmm. you're wrong. You can't mm-hmm. just jump on her and start assigning things to her. There's no accountability there. I understand. She never agreed. But when it comes to rap, mm-hmm. if you're going to battle, you're not a civilian. You can't claim, oh, little old me, why are you attacking me? You can't do that. Because mm-hmm. the nature of the sport, the nature of the air quote game, mm-hmm. the nature of it is you want to battle, we going to battle. We understand. All bets are off. The whole nature of this is to disrespect the person, outwrap the person. I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. It's part of the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or don't battle. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. So it's the same thing of like we're in a mixed martial arts fight. He's kicking him in the legs. There's no kicking. Hey, fam, that's the nature of the sport you're playing. That's where I'm coming from. So that's what my question is, is the sport versus rap. Because when you become a a musician and this is the genre that you are participating in, like there's nothing that says you have to engage in a rap battle. You choose to. Right. 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 But in some instances, you don't necessarily choose to, but the people who are around you choose to. And that means that you are a part of it as well by proxy. Like I'm thinking of Wayne and the beef that... Wayne and Pusha T had and how Drake was supporting his guy, mm-hmm. you know, Wheezy. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, like these things happen not necessarily by you making the first move, but there's this like back and forth, back and forth ping right. pong kind of battle. Right. But at what point in time is it not just, you know, an, another form of like people being hateful toward one another? Is it, is it just that, like, within the confines of a rap battle, anything anything is necessary and anything is okay? I think it's the nature. Is there any line? I think it's the nature. So the whole concept of what the line is, that's part of what the conversation about this is right, right. now. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's part of, like, so for me, right, for me, growing up with Jay-Z versus Nas, Beanie Siegel versus... Jadakiss, mm-hmm. you know, even one, some of my first battle I remember is Easy E and Dr. Dre, yeah. and all of that stuff. Like, and and so there's so many battles throughout hip hop. It's interesting to me for me for me to to understand the heritage that a rap battle comes from, mm-hmm. and to see the internet go, <gasps> oh my word, 
Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he said about his mother and father? It's like, it's hip-hop. What do you think you're listening to? Mm-hmm. You're watching a kung fu movie. Mm-hmm. It's an action movie. You're going to see a horror movie. Like, why? Don't watch horror movies. Like, well, th- how is this different? It's like, wait, wait, wait. It's different because the nature of the thing is this. What mm-hmm. did you think you were watching? Mm-hmm. Well, he talked about his mom. Have you ever played the dozens? Do you know what that is? Yeah. Your mama ugly. Yeah. That's well, your your daddy ain't got no money. Well, that's why your daddy left you. Ooh. We I don't know if you've ever done that, Adam, but I've done that where you talk about each other's mothers, how about your other father, and it gets to the point where it's like your, your daddy don't even love you. So many takes. And you go, yeah. and the whole room goes, whoa. Yeah. yeah. But I won. You and, and you know what that person says? You shouldn't have said nothing about my mama. Yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have started with me. Yeah. You know, if you because because at that point, what are you gonna go? Okay, you're right. My mom is a whore. You win. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. The yeah. nature of playing the dozens is to win. Escalation. And you gotta one up somebody to the point. And oftentimes it turns into a fight or tears or whatever the case may sure. be. But the nature of the sport is, yo, you talked about my fiance. Sure. All right. You want to you? It's the sport. This is this is uh, again air quotes on wax. Yeah, not physical. It's not supposed to be any real physical confrontation. I think we that is a rule. But when it comes to rap, man, it's a strategy to it. Sure. It's it, like it's just. I mean, a lot of it. It is like superheroes. It is it, what's what's Batman superpower preparation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's research. It's documentation. It's like it's the back computer. You know, it's being a detective. And to me, Pusha T was like, okay. Sure. If you look at Batman, is Batman out there playing pity pat? No, he's out there. I'll break your leg. I shoot. I might gouge your eye out because I ain't got no superpowers. In a lot of ways, Pusha T, he doesn't have hit records. Yeah. He doesn't have quintillions of dollars. He has bars mm-hmm. and he has research mm-hmm. and he has. You want to battle young blood? All right. And I think a lot of hip hop fans. We're like, ooh, a battle. And to see Drake and see Jay Prince step in and kind of go, no, no, he took it too far. I think a lot of hip-hop fans were like, what? Yeah. It's a it's a kung fu. It's a samurai movie. Of course guys' arms are going to get lopped off. Mm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. that's what this – it's an MMA fight. Of course there's going to be blood on the canvas. Sure. What did you think you was watching? Yeah. It, I mean, the, at at the end of the day – I'm I'm nobody to say whether this is how things are supposed to go or not, uh-huh. or where the the lines are supposed to be, or or whether they even exist. All I can say is the the level of shit that I have to wade through all the time has made it so this is less entertaining gotcha. this year. That's fair, and and that like that's I think that's where I am. And so what that what that comes out is is trying to figure out well why is that. And I'm not even sure I'm prepared to ask or answer why that right. is. Because I think, well, this is these are rap battles. This is how they've always been ever since I grew up. That's not enough for me to think about as legitimate now. Like, you know, anytime anybody's ever said, well, that's how it's always been, is that's never legitimate because still the question remains, why? But why? And I don't know if I even want to go down that path or just say, the the theatrics became less entertaining at this point for me. I respect that. So, like, if anybody's allowed out of the rap battle, it's a civilian. <laughs> and so the civilian says, I'm going to get in my sedan and go home. Right. 
You, you guys <laughs> take you, care. You, yeah, good luck. I'm because I'm upset. Yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> okay. So I it's it's an interesting it's and I did not mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 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 an interesting and complicated and cultural thing mm-hmm. because I and I think a lot of the reason that people are responding this way, never mind that that Twitter, Facebook, social media in general means mm-hmm. everybody gets to say whatever they want all the right. time, no filter, equal volume. Right. Um but also just to just to make brass facts out of it, uh, rap has entered into the mainstream, yeah, and the mainstream is white, yeah, and so you have a lot of people who are witnessing this now who wouldn't have cared about it in the first place years ago, and they witness this now, and they feel like their opinion is going to be the one that's going to overrule. Oh well, I I'm not familiar with the rules of this game, so this has already gone too far, and everyone involved is an animal, and it's like, well, okay. You, you can't just enter into this cultural thing and think that you're the person who is going to reform it. And I think that's some, some of where these opinions are coming from. Mm. Honestly, that's, mm. a, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, a sour fact as well. Is that's, that's not something that makes me happy either. But I, I do think that's part, partly why the conversation is even continuing, uh, the volume that it is right now yeah. about Pusha T and Drake. Because, you know, white fans like Drake... And white people probably just learned about Pusha T <laughs> like this year. A lot I used him as an answer in a quizzo I did last night at a at a sports bar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in that space thought, <laughs> who's Pusha T? <laughs> Like, no malice just play grinding. <laughs> yeah. You you remember, know? remember this no, song? And they they said, Oh, is that Pharrell? Oh yeah. So, you know, Good so luck. Th- there's just this big <laughs> I think we can both agree. This is a big, complicated mixture of stuff. Mm-hmm. We can also agree that Pusha T won. Yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was a that was a good old Pusha T defeats the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pusha Thanos. Pusha. <laughs> you know, because he came through. And I mean, it really was like wh- I, I got to tell you, it is like the as, end of Infinity. As War. a yeah, as a rap fan. I haven't heard somebody let someone have it and rap like that in years. Mm -hmm. I was clutching my pearls like, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I was just like, whoa. Mm -hmm. But part of me was almost like, was like, wow, that was a good round. You know, like, Mm -hmm. what's next? And I think part of what it means to battle is... Yeah, you you put your business on the line. That's part of yeah. what it means to do it. Or yeah. you, there are people out there. That, I mean, you, you don't see you don't see uh, Kesha out here battling. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that that's not, that that ain't what she want to do. Like Iggy Azalea didn't. <laughs> she did not battle. Iggy Azalea yeah, she, was involved in a battle, but she yeah, didn't do any not, battling. Uh-uh. She she so. ain't, she ain't playing with that. No. So you know. It's but you know why why do people do that? It's the same reason we watch kung fu movies and you know certain you know it's the same reason why breakdancers you know breakdance crews battle. It's the same reason why houses battle in the ball in the ball Stomp culture. the yard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's step shows. It's like who's the best? Yeah. But the nature of 
rap music, you know, yeah. is we don't compliment each other. Who can compliment each other the best, you know? <laughs> Which is funny because the, the thing that people kept bringing up all the time is Drake comes out with his diss track and it was like, you say you're all tough, Pusha T, but actually I think you're kind of nice. And Pusha T was like, oh, word? <laughs> Takes his head off. And I, 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 Who nice? <laughs> I'll show you nice. Yeah. So No if, more Drake. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, a it's, spectacle. It's going to be interesting to see how this moves on, moves moving forward, because that is an example of, like, some people's hero, like, like their brand, his brand is kind of in jeopardy of being tarnished. Yeah. You know, is he... He's got an who, album who is, coming out this summer. This, who is Drake now? Drake has an album coming out this summer, and you believe, you better believe that it's, it is different now. People, people are going to have to look at it differently. Yeah, like what's Especially his, if after Pusha T says, especially after Pusha T says, people coming out with these 22-track albums with 22 records, and this embarrassing. It looks desperate. And, I mean, what, what does Drake do? That's what he does. He's he takes part in that game, and so yeah. that's going to look bad. Never mind the fact that he just took up an L. Yeah, and it's interesting because he's he's it it kind of you know this is this is not the same thing, but just flow with it. It's kind of like we just watched the Joker do the Batman and Batman White Knight. Oh, word! In a lot of ways, Joker was like, "Is Batman really a good guy? Let's peel back the layers here. Like, let's actually mm-hmm. look at what he's doing. Like, is Drake really the guy you think? Is? Do you re- do you know about his element? Do you know about you know what I mean? Like, because because Batman could punch him in the face all he wants, but he damaged his character, and that's the thing that's interesting about what Pusha did. He's like, all right." Drug dealing aside, mm-hmm. ghost writing aside, let's mm-hmm. have a heart to heart about your pride. Like, mm-hmm. and that was so like a strategic, like, let's talk about you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your character. Mm-hmm. And I think the damage that has been done is now Pusha T is never gonna sell as many records. He's never gonna have as big of a he even now, he's has a great album. Some might even argue that it's the hardest or the best rap album of the year. And mm-hmm. years later we'll talk about it. But you know what? Drake, everyone's got their arms folded and they got their they got the side. I look at Drake like, so uh, what's up with this kid? Yeah. Ad- Adidon, I believe it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Jay Prince can't save you from that. Like, yeah, your character is now in question, and you were one of our heroes. What are we gonna do if we find out? That you do have a son. You haven't been taking care of him. What's going to happen? Then? I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's so many things to, to, to say and, and, and so much so much assumption to make uh, in in the the midst of having no word from Drake. It, it just being like general void. But uh, yeah, it's not all that different from the episode in which we talked about what happens when your heroes fall. Yeah. I mean, where are you, right? Uh, it's It sucks, especially... This is not Drake, like, is being accused of assault, right? right? Um, but it's it's a weird conflicting image, especially on the, the, the tail end of... Nice for what? Nice for what? Right. God's plan? Yeah. The music video for God's plan? Yeah. Come on. You giving away a million dollars? Yeah. And, and then, you, <laughs> you know, know I mean? like, push your T's, like... <sighs> Technical summer, right? So it's uh, yeah. it's for, surgical, surgical, surgical summer. Yeah, ah, it's a lot. We shall process. see. Well, whatever. I'm just. I just thought. I thought it was a <laughs> unique uh, 
hero potential heroes and villains comrade, or anti-heroes because you know i think again i think in a lot of ways pusha t is like i'm defending the honor of my wife i'm a superhero that's what i'm saying you know what i mean batman like, and dark knight i'm telling the truth like this like i I'm a good guy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything wrong. Like mm-hmm. I'm standing up for truth, justice. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm just telling you facts. All I, all I do is tell you the truth. You know. So that that's that's again, it's interesting to look at. What's a good guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is a good guy only good when he's not dropping you off the side of a building? You know what I mean? But what if the guy is dropping off the side of the building who is just attacking you? I don't know. I'm from Virginia, where there ain't shit to do but cook. <laughs> that's right. That's it. That's all we can so, do. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> that's episode uh, 975. What episode is this? 95. Episode 95 of Kampuk Junto. Five more episodes. And we hit. We, we had hit five hundo. more episodes for it. I know. We're way over 100 we're gonna episodes. Be, we're, we're, but we're going to hit that number. We're going to hit that number. The official. We're going to get that uh, triple digit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hit us up at Octavius A. Newman. At Adam Tedderis, at Kampuk Junto. Let us know your thoughts on the Kelly Marie Tran conversation, mm-hmm. your thoughts on Comcast, Fox, and Disney, your thoughts on Pusha T, Pusha Thanos versus uh, Aubrey. Dr- Aubrey. Yeah, because you got to call him Aubrey now. Yeah. He had a blackface. I have feelings about that it, too. It's just like. I got feelings about that, but too. But that, is he, you know what I mean? What do you do when you find out that the nice for what guy and the God's plan guy, who's multiracial, had a blackface photo? Uh, look, I, I, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, that, it, that is Drake's journey to go on. It's unfortunate that that photo came out <laughs> like that, though. Because maybe under the right context, he'd be like, this is my art project, such and such. I'm on this journey. But, <laughs> you know, that's not... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Man. I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah. So let us know what your thoughts are about that. Look forward to hearing back from you. Consider joining our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash comfortable junto to help support the junto and help us keep bringing you content like this and even different things. That's all I got. This giant size episode is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you, each yep. and every one of you. Yep keeping this thing alive we appreciate you and uh we'll uh we'll have some movies to talk about in the future i think there's there's got to be a one shot coming oceans around eight came out oceans eight there's the new Jurassic park two's coming out this weekend uh, is incredibles it? i'm very excited about incredibles i gotta watch incredibles one again great movie bone up uh te- that's a superhero movie so you know we, we're gonna have to get on top of that so. hereditary yep i'm looking forward to seeing hereditary i have had time to process hereditary and we we're gonna have to talk more and I think I need. I, I'm in a sober place now. Mm-hmm. I actually want to see it again. Wow! After, because I've listened to some interviews with the with the director and the writer. I've listened to some reviews. Like you know what I mean. I'm past that initial reaction. Yeah. I do want to see it again to kind of take it in differently. Yeah. You know, I know it's I know it's around all the corners. I'm gonna tell you, it would be terrible if that movie was different when I saw it a second time. Hey, I would freak. I'd be like, yeah. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Run out of the theater. Sit down. It was not like, like that the first like, time. All right, let me just. Uh, it gonna, was not this, like that. The second time I'm gonna see this movie, I'm going into this with a more analytical approach. The lights go down, and somebody says. Hello, Octavius. <laughs> no, no. I'm and out. bargain for this. I'm out. All yeah, right. but I want to see it again, and I and I want us to talk about it. Like I want, I want you to see it. I've been actually trying to tell people to see it 
And they're like, no, I listened to the episode. I'm not going to go see that. Ah, you see what you've done? <laughs> Influence. I'm not going to go see that. Are you crazy? Yeah. Stay away from that. But yeah, so we got we got that coming up. So that's that. Good stuff in the pipe. Mm-hmm. That's the end of episode 95. We love y'all. Till next time. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.